You are listening to the Golf Science Lab podcast. My name is Cordy Walker, and I'm on a mission to figure out how to improve the way that we learn and get better at golf. I've been able to travel all over the world talking with leaders in the industry, from instructors to researchers to golfers themselves, learning how they're getting better at golf and what that means for you. So today's episode is in response to a video which I published a few weeks ago, and it was on a putter shaft from a company called Breakthrough Golf Technology. Uh, And yes, I did say a putter shaft. This is something new to the market. And we got some questions, comments, and I personally had some questions and just thoughts that I wanted to learn more about. So I called up the founder, Bernie Adams. Yes, Bernie Adams, he is the founder of Adams Golf, and he's behind this new company, Breakthrough Golf Technology, which is uh, relatively new to the space. The absolute most important thing in putting is having the face return square to your intended line. I mean, if you think about it the other way, if your face doesn't return square to the intended line, you've just decreased your opportunity of making putts by a hell of a lot. Now, you can you can misread it. You know, you can play too much break and have the face come in a little bit to the right and the stone goes into the hole and so on and so forth. But if you're if you're looking at a, at a collected amount of a lot of data, it's critical that the face comes back to the ball square. In a steel shaft, because of the weight of the head and the slight oscillation that occurs in the shaft, the putter face never returns to the ball square. It's It's moving slightly one way or the other. It's small enough that you can, obviously, you can make putts that way because people do. I mean, you know, it's it's not like go, no go. But over time and over tens of thousands of putts, you will make more putts because of the squareness of the face. It's 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 impossible not to. What is the the change? Have you guys found like it's a degrees? Like is it, you know, does the, the stability shaft, does it get back to a certain point? It's really hard to tell. I could tell you on the robot, but I don't know any many robots that I play golf with. I, you know, we play with humans, and in human testing, is it's it's almost impossible to predict because they're so different. All I can tell you is, so you know, I, I've asked this question. <laughs> believe me, but I said, come on, you got to give us a number here that we can we can go with, and you really can't. I mean, the best bet is maybe a couple of putts per round, maybe, but it depends upon the individual. I mean, some guys might get this thing and. and and think, God, now I've got to make everything because I've got this great shaft and the pressure will get to them and they won't make anything. They'll get worse. So you know, we know that over time that'll change, but I have a real aversion to these products that you know project miracle happenings, 30 more yards or you know, you're going to chip in all the time or you're going to hit all your wedges close to the pin and so on and so forth. It doesn't happen. You know, that's golf. You know, we've got human beings involved. So there is an improvement, and I particularly tested some of my old friends, old like me, that are hard-headed and been playing golf for a long time because those were the kind of opinions I wanted. And one guy said, I said, I don't know if I'm making anymore. He said, but my distance control is terrific. He said, you know, I'm always close to the hole. So, you know, that alone is a big deal. So let's say your distance control is better, and it will be because of the square face, and you're getting the ball closer to the hole. So there's less chance of three putts. How many that's going to be? I don't know. You got a you know three footer, three and a half footer that you got to make. You know, are you going to make it? Or aren't you going to make it? And on and on and on and on. That's why I'm saying I'm not dodging your question. I'm just giving you a, a 
a oh, very sure. specific answer based, yeah, based on what we have done. So kind of the mindset to bring into it is a, is a long-term improvement of, you know, you got to look at 10, 20, 30 rounds versus just this one round today and think about your, your long-term. Yeah. Like I have, I have guys that the week they had it, they called me up and they said, this is phenomenal. I love this thing. I'm, you know, blah, 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 blah. I have other guys that tried it and they look at me like, well, okay, I guess it's going to be all right. One of these days, you know, type of thing. And that's testing with humans. I mean, that's, that's, the human psyche, especially in putting. I mean, there's no reason in the world physically why you should miss, let's say, a five-foot putt. You can certainly get it there. You can see where it's supposed to go and on and on and on. But if it's to win the club championship or beat your buddy out of 50 bucks or whatever, whatever you know you attach to it, all of a sudden it becomes almost impossible to make. So who knows? Yep. Now, the other thing, the other great advantage to this is that for people who practice when you practice now, your feedback is imperfect because uh, your feedback is influenced by the, fa- the face angle not being square at impact. So you're making adjustments that you think you were causing, wherein actually you're adjusting to a, a weakness, let's say, in your equipment. Now with the shaft, when you practice, your, your feedback is pristine. Uh, that's very, very valuable to some of the people who practice. If you don't practice, I guess it's not worth much. So and again, I keep going back in the same tune. It just depends on the individual. So, you know, I, I have to say, when I got it, I don't think I necessarily felt the difference right off the bat when I was hitting putts. And and I think that's something to note for people. I mean, is that typically what you hear, that people don't, like, it's not like you're changing from a senior flex shaft to a stiff flex shaft. It's It's not like that at all. I mean, do you generally hear that people don't necessarily feel the difference right off the bat? We don't want them to. We don't want them to feel the difference because then they're going to feel like they have to make an adjustment. And that was one of the hardest things in designing the shaft is that when you took a steel shaft off and put this shaft in, we wanted the golfer to not have to make any adjustment like that, have to feel like they're making any adjustment. The one feedback that we do get is solid. It feels more solid. Well, more solid is a factor having, of having the face square impact. But you've hit putts that are solid before, too. I mean, you know, it's, it's not a new feeling. So I think that's very, very important. That Because, see, when we originally did this, there's a couple other ways you can fix this problem. You can make the shaft very heavy, or you can make the shaft much wider. Both of those mitigate the oscillation factor. The problem is that when you, when you do that, now the golfer's got a significant adjustment on his hands, but putting with a much heavier shaft or even putting with a wider shaft. And it feels awful, to be honest with you. Well, then the, the adjustment the golfer has to make is greater than the problem in the first place. So all you're doing is trading one problem for another. And we did not want to do that. We wanted to be able to put the shaft into the putter, have the male or female putt with it, and just see the results, not have to you know, enter anything into the computer, so to speak. So if you haven't already, you should definitely head over to YouTube or the website and watch the video that goes along with this. Uh, on the website, I also linked up some of the data and research that Barney mentions in this conversation. And I mean, it's an interesting concept. Again, the hard part here is that we talk about this is you're not necessarily seeing the ball fly 10 yards further like in a driver fitting or seeing your dispersion tighten up when you're doing a full swing club. So what you have to buy into is their data that they are presenting here. You have to buy into this concept that hopefully 
maybe every round, every other round, you're going to make a putt that you would have missed because you're going to hit more putts more solidly and, and more online because it, your face rotation is less. So, I mean, that's what you're really that's what you're really getting here. That's what you need to buy into is you need to like their data, believe it and go for that. Not for everyone. Definitely understand that, but it's a really interesting concept and it's, you know, the company's name is breakthrough golf technology. This is definitely not something that we have seen a lot of in putter shafts. I mean, when is the last time you talked with someone about, you know, what they had in the, the shaft of their putter? Never. So, you know, something cool here. Is the the weight of the shaft, uh, the stability shaft, the exact same as what we typically see in a um, you know, just a traditional steel shaft? Within one gram, and one gram is a dollar bill. Gotcha, gotcha. So really similar. Is there a reason you kept it the same? Is is that just you wanted to keep it standard, or that was just best for for putting, or why that weight? No, we just wanted to. I guess it's all part of the not having to make the the golfer make an adjustment. You know, it's like, well, you take this back and you putt with it for a few weeks. And after a while, the fact that it's much heavier or the shaft is much wider and has a screwy feel, you'll get used to it after a while. We didn't want to do that. We wanted to, as I say, make the adjustment immediate. And going back to your other question, quite frankly, for a couple hundred bucks, it ought to feel the same. Well, I just think of one of my best friends uh, called me up and he's old like me. And he said, you know, I've been for the last couple of years has been driving me crazy. I, I couldn't get the ball to the hole. I just, you know. Whatever it was, I couldn't get the ball to the hole. He said, I put this shaft in. He said, all of a sudden, I'm getting the ball to the hole. <laughs> and I said, well, that's because your, your, your contact is better. You know, you're, you're, if, if he's, he's 80 years old, so he's, his stroke isn't going to change. It is what it is. But he, it's a more attack. And because it's a more efficient contact, he's getting the ball to the hole. And that's, a, you know, most golfers, when they putt, more come up short than go way past. So if this helps the ball roll out to the hole a little bit, that's a big deal. You know, maybe it's six inches. Who cares? That's a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're seeing better, um, I guess it would be that it's smash factor or more consistent ball speeds then because people are striking it better. Yeah, well, you get, you know, what, what happens when you putt, I mean, to get very technical about it is the first thing you want the ball to do is, is be airborne. And you want it to be airborne for the slightest, the shortest amount of time so it gets up on top of the grass. Because if, you, if you're looking at the green from a golf ball's eye, it looks like this forest of tall trees and shorter trees and so on. You know, so it's, it's not smooth. So you want to get the ball up on top of the grass. And then when the ball gets on the top of the grass, this is all physics, the force that gets the ball up on top of the grass, it skids a little bit. And you want the skid to be as short as possible because when the ball skids, you go left or right. It's not a pure roll. And then the next force takes over is gravity. That's when the ball is rolling on its smallest axis, and that's when you get the pure roll. So as quickly as you can get to gravity roll, you've got superior performance, and that's exactly what we have accomplished. That's kind of tough to go into <laughs> into detail you know, with people. That's pretty complex. But that's exactly what we see when we see the data, that we the ball gets to gravity faster. Well, the best thing for them to do now is go to the website. We're just getting started with our distribution. I mean, this is a brand-new operation. We're going to approach golf pro shops. Retail won't touch it. It's just calling a spade a spade right now. Retail only wants it if people come in and say, hey, I, I saw this ad for this thing. Do you have it? Well, that's fine, but we're not there yet. We just, you know, we're a little bitty company and we just don't have the facilities to do that kind of stuff. Conversely, uh, I can't imagine a, a golf pro that can't sell at least 10 of these because 
he's got 10 either members or people who play his course if it's public that are they're really into the game and want to do the best they can and want to have the best equipment. And so that's the approach we're going to take. Perfect. So people can hop on there and pick one up. And then it works with any type of putter. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Any type of putter. And the installation is, is, is frankly, it's a no brainer. That was a big part of the design, but you can do it in a couple of minutes. I'd say five minutes, let's say even I can do it. And I'm terrible, that kind of stuff. And if the pro doesn't do his own, like I say, his own shafting or, regripping or something like that you know some shops do and some shops don't then there's always a repair guy in the area that you can send it to and get it done in, in no time that's that's what we've done the place that where i play most of my golf doesn't do their own work but they use this repair guy that's a couple miles away and they just after he did a couple then it was you know it was automatic he knew exactly what to do Thanks to Barney for coming on and having a quick chat about this with us. Thank you for hanging out on this episode. Appreciate it. If you enjoy the podcast, make sure to subscribe. If you haven't left a review, that would be killer. If you subscribe and listen on a regular basis, leave a review and help more people find the episode. We'll be back next week with some new episodes. In the meantime, make sure to head over to golfsciencelab.com slash insider and become an insider so you can stay up to date on everything first. Other than that, this episode was hosted and written by me, Cordy Walker. You can follow me on Twitter at Cordy Walker and was edited, mixed, and produced by Just Hit Published Productions.